All right, we're locked and loaded here on a Monday and uh, certainly felt appropriate to start it off by remembering uh, an icon, John Lewis, the congressman, uh, civil rights uh, icon, served 17 terms. I think that's the right number. Uh, as far as the Georgia congressman, uh, passed away Friday uh, in Atlanta. And it's uh, great to have Elaine Gross on. Uh, she leading the way as far as talking and reminiscing and whatnot, uh, uh, race racism, you know, the great organization uh, that she leads and it's a pleasure uh, to have her on the program here on a Monday. Elaine, under tough circumstances, but we remember an icon. Thanks for coming on with us. Oh, I'm glad to be here and to remember uh, such a wonderful person. Uh, John Lewis at 80 achieved so much in his lifetime and uh, it is, um, I, I don't feel up to the task of, of really talking about a man who started at such a young age. I mean, he was, I think he was 19 years old when he first went to some, uh, a series of workshops around nonviolent confrontation. So he dedicated his life, literally, uh, to civil rights. And he did that. Uh, he did that in the streets, and he did that in Congress. No question. I did a lot of reading uh, about uh, uh, the great congressman over the weekend. Elected back in 1986, you know, he was kind of lauded as the conscience uh, of Congress. We know that uh, he got respect. You know, it's interesting about John Lewis, and especially in this day and age, Elaine. You know, he got respect from all, you know, Democrats, Republicans. When we are in such division right now, you know, he was the one guy you just couldn't say anything bad about. Both sides respected him. And that to the nth degree, you know. Well, I think that certainly, to, to you know, to some degree, both sides respected. He, he, uh, he stood by his, um, by his moral compass. And actually, he stood by his moral compass up to the point when he uh, did not go to the inauguration for the current president, uh, thought that he was an illegitimate president. Uh, so he, he is controversial in some ways, uh, but I, um, I find nothing, find nothing controversial about him. I, I find that he, has made the right decisions, uh, and the fact that he was willing to put his life on the line so many times, uh, you know, he, not only did he start his training, so to speak, when he was a teenager, but he was uh, chairman of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee uh, and when he was 23 years old. So he was he was elected chairman, and um, and everyone knows that by 1965 uh, he was almost beaten to death uh, when he was uh, helping to lead uh, a march, the 600 600 marchers, I think, um, out of Selma on the way to Montgomery uh, for voting rights. And uh, the, that was the day that's been called Bloody Sunday uh, on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. 
uh, almost beaten to death. And then later on in March, he's back marching uh, with uh, he and thousands of others during the Selma to Montgomery Voting Rights March. So he, he was not one that was cowed, even close to the point of death. He was back out again later on that month uh, to march again and to, to face whatever would come his way. So he is a, um, he's an icon. He is such a brave uh, it's hard for me to talk about him in the past tense. <laughs> he was such a brave man and and a thoughtful man. And uh, I was looking over some of his quotes, and, uh, you know, you have to tell the whole truth, the good and the bad, maybe some things that are, that are uncomfortable for some people. Um uh, I, I, the, the one that a lot of people are talking about is if, if you see that something is wrong, you have to do something about it. I'm paraphrasing. But he, it, that, that's the way he's lived his life. Um, if he saw something was wrong, he had to, he had to act upon that. Uh, and he, he was not a, he was not a flamethrower. Uh, you know, he, uh, there was something, um, and I'm not going to remember it exactly, but he basically said that um, he made a distinction between uh, civil disobedience and, um, you know, just violence. <laughs> and uh, he really, he really felt that civil disobedience was. Uh, you know, non-profit, uh, non non-violence was um, an honorable act and that rioting uh, is not a movement. And uh, so he was, he was the right kind of person to decide, okay, I've been pushing for this. I've been in the streets. I've been with uh, my brothers and sisters trying to shed a light on the injustices. And now I think I can make a difference uh, by working on the inside. Um, and so in, well, he started out with the uh, city council in Atlanta um, I think he was 41 years old then. And then uh, by 46 years old, he was elected to Congress and there for 33 years. And he, uh, you know, as you say, he certainly did command a tremendous amount of respect in Congress. Um, and I, I can't say enough good about him. <laughs> and I, I feel like I probably only know a thumbnail of of who he was and what he uh, went through. And he had very humble beginnings. Uh, he was born in 1940. Uh, he was a son of black uh, sharecroppers in Alabama. And, um, uh, you know, and, and of course a lot of his, his work, his early work was done in Alabama. 
And uh, certainly that was a difficult place to be. <laughs> a lot of the South was a difficult place to be, but Alabama was definitely, uh, if you were willing to put yourself on the line there, uh, you definitely, you knew that your life might not be yours. And uh, because of the tremendous violence. And so he had an inner strength, uh, which was strongly rooted in his faith, his Christian faith. And um, he, he held on to that. Uh, he, even everything that had been done to him, uh, I would not call him a bitter person. Uh, he was, um, he felt that people should uh, do the right thing. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Elaine, he was, he was just one of those guys who would never take no for an answer. And I, and I think also <laughs> being mentored by one of the greats as well, the iconic Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, and certainly that helped mold and shape him. Uh, you know, he was just an amazing guy, you know, uh, we know, and and by the way, Elaine was right, you know, he suffered a skull fracture, that was back in, what, 1965, that was the Civil Rights March in Selma, uh, he just, you know, if he was thrown out, he'd go in the side door, you know, he's one of those guys, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the Freedom Rider, you know, the original one, yeah. uh, he joined, that was what, 19, I think it was 61 that was, memory serves me correct. And uh, yeah. he joined with uh, all the protesters. We're talking black and white here, folks, mm -hmm. in challenging segregation at a bus station. And that was in Mississippi. And he spent, by the way, because this is what, it, you see, Lewis never, he never gave up. He, he was thrown in jail, let out, thrown back in jail. I think it was like 37 days, sweltering a jail cell. Uh, you know, and, and it was just, you know, you read about this stuff, you know, whites only bathrooms back then. Uh, this guy was amazing. And he was back on the stage a couple of years later, a keynote speaker, by the way. And at the age of 23, I mean, this is uh, the, the figure he was molded and shaped way back and what he grew into. So you look at those years. You know, the skull fracture, the march, the keynote speaker in Washington as a 23-year-old. Just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was respected by the civil rights leaders, his elders. Um, you know, he, was, he played a key role in the civil rights movement uh, in his role as chairman of SNCC. And he was one of the big six who uh, organized the march on Washington in 1963 and gave one of the keynote addresses. Um, so he, uh, he, he always talked about what's your legacy. Uh, uh, there's something else I remember, um, that he urged people to think about what their legacy would be, um, as he was urging them to act. And what he's done is, you know, he has created, uh, a legacy for himself, which is, is without uh, question, you know, one of the most impressive legacies for any person, not just for the civil rights leaders, but I think that his actions uh, as a congressperson, uh, his action as a human being, 
uh, sets him apart in, in so many different ways. And uh, so I think we, we do have to, have to uh, take a moment, take a few moments to, to honor his life uh, and to honor, uh, you know, honor the fact that he never gave up. He never gave up. Gave up, and uh, we know, you know, he's denounced it so way back with Charlottesville a couple of years ago. And in fact, in April, he endorsed uh, Joe Biden's bid for the presidency. And uh, and and you know, kind of fast forward a little bit here, you could you could sense his frustration and everything else at the hearings. I remember him so prominently, and uh, certainly right after Charlottesville, uh, how he stood out and just denounced it beyond. And it's interesting to see, you know, how his legacy uh, will kind of come about as far as where we are as a country in the next couple of years. You know, I mean, it's, it's really going to be interesting to see because, you know, I'll tell you, he left his mark like no one else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You Without know, and question. I remember the, uh, I think <clears throat> it's apropos to talk about um, Dr. Bernice Johnson Reagan's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, her, <clears throat> The song that we show that she wrote, "We who believe in freedom shall not rest," and um, I think of I think of John Lewis when I think of that song because he absolutely believed in freedom and he he did not rest uh, even you know when he was diagnosed with cancer he. You know, he was still trying. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so uh, when you lose a giant like him, you, you, uh, <clears throat> there isn't, there aren't words to actually express the sadness. <laughs> yeah, and no, I hear you. Loss. Yeah. Well, Lane, we thank you so much for leading us off today because uh, it's certainly what everyone was thinking Friday into Saturday and just kind of reminiscing. And uh, he will be missed. His voice uh, everywhere will be missed. And we can't thank you for expressing uh, your voice here to lead us off on a Monday. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you.